It's a beautiful day here in Mullingar. Nippy, but the sun is out. Probably not for long, but, you know, as the song says, pick yourself up. Well, I will if it starts to rain. Hello and welcome. It is nice to be back with you all. Now, question for you. When I heard this name first, I wondered who the hell makes up these words? 
where do words come from? And why do we use a word that means one thing, but we associate it with something else? Let me ask you a question. What does the word ghosting mean to you? Now, maybe this is an age thing. I don't know. But when I heard that word first, I kind of thought ghosting. Has it something to do with seeing a ghost, um, an apparition, a vision or whatever? But I've discovered recently that actually it doesn't. Well, it does, but it doesn't. Okay, let me explain this one a little bit. The word ghosting itself is described as the appearance of multiple copies or blurred representations of an object on a screen or in an image. That's the official description of ghosting. However, in the recent years, it has come to be described as the practice of suddenly ending all contact with a person or a group without explanation, especially in a romantic relationship. It has also been called the French goodbye or the Irish goodbye, which is the act of leaving a social event or engagement suddenly without saying goodbye. I would have called that slipping away quietly. However, if I use it in respect of the second description, i.e. the practice of suddenly ending all contact with a person without explanation, I would have called that ditching somebody or ditching the group. Why don't we use a word that doesn't have any other meaning? However, for this episode, I will use the present day understanding of ghosting. Now, it was first used back in the 1990s, would you believe, and was used as an aspect of escaping and was mentioned in hip hop music back in the early 90s. But only recently has it become used as an explanation for cutting off contact with somebody or a group without giving that person or that group any warning. We would have also called this the disappearing act or vanishing. I believe ghosting or vanishing from someone or a group is a very negative way of behaving. Why is this? I hear you shout. Well, for starters, you wouldn't be taking into account the emotions of the person or group that you're ghosting or vanishing from. Of course, there are numerous reasons why somebody would vanish or ghost without warning, like getting away from a, an abusive relationship or a relationship that might be toxic. However, I'm not speaking about those. They're for another episode. Some of you will remember when someone would say after a person going missing, well, he only went for a loaf of bread and never came back. I personally believe that this was a very simple form of what we now call ghosting. And in this case, I'm talking about somebody who was found later to be perfectly fine, who just decided I've had enough, not from a depression point of view, but literally, I want a new life. I want a new start for numerous reasons. But usually it's around um, this is too much for me. I want to start afresh, so I'm going to cut off all contact and move on with my life. And you will find that some people might have a second family when they're found. Found to have deliberately cut off contact because they wanted to start again somewhere else. That they were fed up with their life or their family was too demanding or work was too hard. It could be an insurance scam. It could be anything. But at its base... I want something different. I don't like what I have now. And that is without taking into account the people that you walk away from or you ghost or you vanish from or the group that you're in. You suddenly just disappear without warning 
or without saying anything to anyone. And apart from some of those that I've mentioned already, so it then becomes a question of why do some people feel the need to choose to ghost a person or a group? And as I've said earlier, I see it as a very negative or childish way to behave. And as a reminder, this is outside the examples where it may be necessary to vanish. It can also be used as a form of bullying or emotional abuse. It can be used as harassment or even punishment in some cases. Imagine if you had somebody in your life that suddenly vanished and all forms of communication having been tried and retried and retried have failed, even though you may have knowledge that the person is fine. How does that feel? How many times would you question yourself about what happened? What did I do? Now, I know two reasons why somebody would choose to go somebody. The first, of course, being that it's an easy option to just walk away and ignore the person or group from there on. But this will only work in the short term. Because if I have to start avoiding people, then you are being affected in some negative way as a human being. And it will take its toll. Sometimes the person just wants to avoid confrontation or having to deal with the other person or group's obvious hurt emotions. So vanishing or ghosting is an easy option rather than trying to communicate on an adult level while in that relationship. But ghosting somebody, what are we hoping for? Are we hoping that the other person or group will pick up the fact that I'm unhappy? Then why not say that? I am unhappy. The other one, of course, has to do more with online dating. But again, it comes down to avoiding that person through the push of a button this time. So again, it goes back to taking the easy option rather than communicate. Of course, there are many other reasons why people may go someone or a group. And it could be because they're afraid of rejection. Or they might even be afraid of the other person or the group's reaction to rejection. Which would also bring up the question about how somebody's ghosting could possibly affect those who have been ghosted. Now, they're not nice thoughts if you're the one being ghosted. It can have a major impact on somebody's mental or psychological health. For example, if you think about it, being ghosted may feel a bit like a sudden loss or even a bereavement. Or a person may have a downward spiral like depression because it might trigger their low self-esteem. For example, did I do something wrong? And then dwelling on the last conversation or interaction you had with that person before being ghosted. And here's something else to think about. Because there's no explanation or ending or correspondence to explain what happened or why the relationship has ended, there can be feelings of obvious rejection. But there's also the possibility of feeling guilt and even shame. The person or group who have been ghosted may be wondering about their behaviour and if that was the reason why the relationship ended. Looking for a light in the dark Lost and alone in the sea Couldn't find a way through the storm and Then he sang to me Everybody's feeling their way Trying to be seen Maybe we'll wake up one day And it's just a dream Never came to know where they stand 
answer the question for the ghosted on whether or not their behavior was one of the reasons or the main reason why a relationship ended. What I'd say to this is I'd ask yourself to remember that ghosting will show more about the personality and character of the person who's doing the ghosting than it will of you. And with this in mind, one also has to take into account about how ghosting or vanishing can actually impact the ghosted themselves. Why do I say this? Because it's also possible that the ghoster is either a passive aggressive or they're behaving out of a fear, a deep seated fear. The quicker the ghoster acts in this way shows just how disengaged they can become when they feel uncomfortable or afraid. So then what are the alternatives to ghosting or vanishing from a relationship? Try to not take the easy way because that doesn't benefit anybody in the long term. In the short term, of course it does. But one of the obvious skills is to use communication. And these skills are the only way to have a healthy relationship. 
But at the same time, it is also useful to know that we can remove ourselves from a relationship that is not healthy or toxic. But it is all about communication. Most of us as normal human beings with respect for other human beings would consider this ghosting or vanishing both rude and offensive. However, having said that, I have to point out here that there are absolute exceptions when communication can be a bad thing or even potentially dangerous. And I've given you a couple already where they might include situations such as those who are married or in an intimate relationship where behaviour is dangerous, unsavoury or even illegal and the ghoster is trying to disengage with that person or group. Of course, with these types of behaviour, I certainly and wouldn't expect that person to explain why they want to vanish or ghost a person or group. Okay, let me break this down a little bit. Here are some signs that you may see when someone is about to ghost somebody or a group. Number one, bailing out on a set of plans has begun to become second nature to the person. So do people use excuses often? Do their excuses involve work, deadlines, family or friends? For example, oh, I'm terribly sorry, I thought I'd be able to go, but I've been called to work. Or, oh Lord, I'm so sorry, but the doctor told me I had to stay off my feet and rest. Blah, 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 blah. Number two, they may avoid sharing any personal details. You all know that if you like somebody, then you are more likely to share some personal details over time. However, for example, if you are communicating for a few months and that person still refuses to open up about simple personal details, then one has to ask the question, why? Three, they will find it very difficult to commit to any deep relationship and this will be seen much quicker within an intimate relationship. For example, if you're with somebody who has made it very clear from the word go, either in words or in behaviour, that they really are not able to commit to a long-term relationship. Again, one has to protect themselves from any future ghosting. 4. The ghoster's words will never match their own behaviour. For example, what somebody says to you is not how they actually behave. In fact, it might even be the opposite of what they have said. And if confronted, this will cause the person to deny it and certainly not accept it. This to me is an obvious sign that they are not interested in the relationship. And because of their lack of communication skills, they will resort to ghosting. Number 5. The potential ghoster will not show any interest in any future plans. Now, remember that each person will differ in how they behave. They may go silent or not even respond. You may even get a very unenthusiastic response or reaction. Number six, they may want to keep a relationship quiet or secret from others. Now, here's the thing. Ghosters will try everything in their power not to acknowledge the relationship. The feeling at the beginning of a relationship will begin to fade after a while because they start looking at how they feel about the person or group they're with. It might be even up to you to start any conversations or you might have to be the one who has to wait for them. Number seven, if we're talking about a romantic relationship, then they won't want to reveal that you are an item. This to me would leave it very open for you to be ghosted within a year or two. And I would have to question their real intentions of wanting to keep your relationship from their friends and family. So what am I saying? I'm also saying, I suppose, that ghosting will not be something new to this person. And if your gut is trying to tell you that you're not being treated fairly or even nicely, then you really need to listen to that feeling, as it will be your best indicator. As you know, we always know when somebody is not being genuine or authentic in a relationship. So what does one do? Well, here are some ideas that might help. Try to communicate 
with openness. If you're quick enough to see the early signs, you must confront that person. However, not in anger or in judgment or anything else, but to ensure that they feel comfortable enough to talk about their choice or opinion. Maybe encourage them to be more open in expressing their feelings about your relationship. Never blame yourself. Never, ever do this because it'll only help you to feel worse, especially around self-doubt, judgment, and will reduce your own self-esteem. Choose to close the relationship rather than trying to continue it because sometimes having silence in your face is harder to live with. And so you have to choose to continue with a relationship that is more toxic than healthy or be honest and make the choice to step back from it so that it won't bring you down. Use self-care as much as you can. Being ghosted can drive you into despair. It can have intense emotional, physical or psychological pain. And the reason for this is because you're involved on whatever level in that relationship. Stay well. Stay safe. Namaste. I'm
love will carry on.